Um, yeah. Okay. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi. 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 It's us. Hi. Hi. Oh, hard stop. Oh. Anyways. Um, yeah. We are back with another episode. Our guest today is Estee Ready, who we'll be talking to later. But in the meantime, we're going to get right into it. Our topic of the day. Or should we do our name of the day first? I don't know. It's our show. We decide. I think we're just going to do our topic. Yeah, we'll just do our topic. Okay, we're going to talk about making your own drag. Making your own drag. What all of us have to do eventually because money. Because money. And it's not sustainable to buy all your drag. Drag is not sustainable, period. No, it is not. Everything you are wearing is plastic. But if you want to make even an extra cent, you should probably start learning how to make something. Cut costs somehow. Somehow. Um, And for us, that's... Making our own outfits and... Remember when I started drag and I was just like, I can just figure out how to sew. And like... You sure tried. Flashback to mixed quarantine. Uh, when I tried to make that Plague Doctor outfit and I had it mostly unfinished. I I pulled it out. It was a concept. It really it was. It truly was a concept. It was not as as uh, crazy as I wanted it to be. But No. It, we could revisit that idea, honestly. We could. I would really like a Kawaii Plague Doctor. I don't know what you do with it, but... I don't know. Kawaii Plague Doctor. We'll get with it. Yeah. Like, what's the number? I, I have no idea. No idea? Uh, that's the other thing. Yeah, making mixes and stuff, which... Mm, I feel like you need a Hatsune Miku look. A Hatsune Miku look? Yeah. Why? Because it's Hatsune Miku. I don't like Vocaloid that much. I don't like it either, but I like Hatsune Miku. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't really like women, but I do like Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Wow. She's, there's something about I'm a misogynist, her. except Hatsune Miku. You know, I, I agree with Republicans. I, I also don't really like blue hair. <laughs> Unless it's Hatsune Miku. Of course you have blue hair and circuitry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, revisiting the Hatsune Miku later. But for now, like, it's crazy how many trades drag people just pick up. And if you don't pick up trades, you're buying things. You're buying things. And I think it's in your best interest to start making things where you can. And that's, it takes a long time. I'm two years into sewing and like, we're just starting to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've got a full-time, full-time job and whatever, and you have money to invest in people, then by all means, invest in other people with trades and it's stuff. It's true. Like... Because I mean, Miss Avocado needs a job somehow. So. <laughs> Girls gotta eat. Girls gotta eat. And all I have to eat are unstyled wigs. Oh no. I'll trade you for some money (laughs) no but yeah so kind of like learning one drag trade at least is it's kind of a a coming of age of being in drag i feel like having one thing that you're like really good at that people know that you're good at is nice just be able to do one thing yeah you don't have to do it well you can't make shit then i don't know teach dance i guess i don't know yeah that's true (laughs) it's like if you can't make things at least those those people are usually very good performers. Yeah. They'll be like really good dancers or whatever. And so then it's like, okay, you've got that. You've but, got it. You've but got it. But if you're it. mediocre at drag like me, learn to be good at making things. I will say, speaking of learning, YouTube has been like basically the muse of all of drag for the I, past 10 years. I don't think drag would be where it is without YouTube. Yeah. Oh, 100% no. Makeup tutorials, uh, sewing tutorials, hair tutorials. I was going to say it was thanks to... I mean, I tried the RuPaul's Drag Race tutorials, but weirdly enough, those were not very helpful. The Ryan... Oh, is it Ryan Potter? Yeah. Ryan Potter is what caused me to figure out how to blend makeup and everything. Yeah, he's but, just like a YouTube beauty influencer that I've been following for years. And he does all these, like, crazy multicolored eyes and stuff, and then suddenly, poof. Poof, there it is. Poof, there it is. Yeah. 
No, but the, the topic of making oh, wigs. Oh, yeah, sorry. What brought you into making wigs? Why Why did you want to do it? I didn't want to pay people to style my wigs because I had... Speci- oh, I'm such a control freak. Yeah, you are. Uh, especially with my concepts, and I don't want to have to explain anything to anybody because what my experience with designers and commissioning is that you give them the idea and then they figure out how to do it. Any br- any gaps they have to step over or little uh, problems they have to troubleshoot along the way is up to their discretion. So the proj- the final product might not be exactly what you ordered. No. And that's, that just drives me fully crazy because I'm like, no, I want it to look exactly like this. I want it to have this wave. I want it to be able to withstand this because I plan to do this with it. And so I go crazy. Yeah. And so that's why I learned how to style, that's why I wanted to learn how to style wigs. James Mansfield, hey, on YouTube, being the most helpful because nobody else is very good at breaking down the, the, the knowledge. Teaching is a whole other skill. Truly, truly. But, um, yeah, I guess. What drag skills do you know? Even though I know what drag skills you know. Oh, I mean, my main skill is just sewing at this point. Or show planning, I guess, but that's kind of its own... Other bag. Okay, that is the golden goose of drag, though, is being show able to... Show planning. Pl- is show planning, because, like, there's planning a show, and then there's planning a show and having all your ducks in a row. Because I've... Because we've been parts... We've been parts of shows <laughs> that did not think of everything. No. Well, and some of those shows then never ended up happening, because there were things they just didn't think about or didn't understand. And that's okay. And that happens. That's part of the learning process, is making little fuckaboos. Yeah. No, uh, show planning is a whole other thing. I have made plenty of content about it. If you really want to learn, you should definitely go to the blog and check out my content. Drag doesn't happen without show planning. No. And so, especially if you're newer and no one's going to book you, make your own show. Yeah, period. You're more likely to get more performance opportunities if you just make your own show. It's true, because everybody likes to keep it in the family in the cities, so. Well, yeah. in, in, in entertainment in general. Or they'll have, like, a cast that they stick to and one or two guest spots and a hundred other people want that guest spot. So Mm -hmm. good luck. Um, A lot of talent, not a lot of open positions. Not a lot. No. Um, Besides show planning, yeah, sewing is my other skill. And that really took me forever to comprehend it. Because you're thinking in 4D. It's just... 4Ds? Yeah, no, four dimensions. It's just... You have to really think about it inside and out, how the garment is being made, where every seam is, what people can see when you're sewing it. What and kind of stitch to use, what kind of tension, the, all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, pro tip for sewing. For anybody that wants to sew, before you put your needle in your actual garment that you're trying to sew up, put two of the pieces of scrap fabric together. And test out Test your tension. your tension. Test your stitch length. If it's bunching up, change something. Figure that out. Because... Sewing machines are fucking arcane. Yeah, they are. They they have not evolved that much. There is no manual or tutorial that I found explaining tension and stitch length. Nope. That's fully up to the whim of the atmosphere, the humidity. Yes. The uh, fabric. Uh, yeah, most of the fabric. Uh, is stretchy, mercury not stretchy. retrograde. Yes. Is, um, uh, have you sacrificed a lamb yet? Like, you it really, know. It really depends. So, um, sewing... You're going to have to teach yourself. I don't... I mean, you can do lessons. Oh, there's plenty of... I mean, there's plenty of online tutorials. I don't find them very helpful. Some people might. I will say, like, we did learn... I mean, I particularly learned how to make patterns from 
ooh, what was it, what was it called? Kim Dave. Yeah. Her name is not Kim Dave. It is Priscilla. But like, yeah. Anyways, so she teaches you how to draft your own patterns if you don't want to work from patterns. Or if you're a big girl that like, no patterns fit. Because yeah. that was kind of, well, I thought that was my scenario when I started. Because like, all the patterns were like, small, medium, and large. Which basically means, you know, if you're a light post, it'll fit you. Yeah. If you're a short one. It turns out, like, size 22 on all sewing patterns fits us, so... Yes. I was going to say, our shoulders are, like, 50 inches or something? something uh, crazy. 44 inches, actually. Mine are bigger than I think that. yours are 48. Yeah. Yeah. Linebacker shoulders. Your waist is 38 inches, though. Ooh. Average queen. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I, but I just think making your own drag is, like... Critical. It's nice to commission a thing here and there when you're feeling luxurious and you're. I mean, there's there's legitimately skills that like you know some it's. You could learn a bunch of shit, or you could just pay enough for like one nice garment, like fucking sequins. Sequins are terrible to sell. Working with sequin. Terrible, and also they get everywhere. Yeah, and so or like you know people working with expensive materials that maybe you don't have the money to fuck around with, like ostrich feathers, Mm -hmm. like. You might want to outsource that. If you're really just doing drag for fun and it's just whenever you get the opportunity, you do it, don't invest that heavily. But, like, if you're really trying to be a regular performer all the time, it it costs money to get all these outfits commissioned. And so just picking up a skill here and there is really helpful. You know who I think of when I think of making their own drag? Who? Pistachio. Pistachio cream pie, a goddess amongst men. I just... (laughs) The things she can come up with, with just literal garbage. Well, like, she, yeah, straight up goes to the craft store, buys foam, makes a hat out of it. Or, like, like the fucking hot air balloon look that she's currently... That uh, one's a good one. I forget what... Oh, levitating. She's doing levitating. levitating. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good one. Dual peep. Um, She just, she really is a master of taking nothing and turning it into something. And she's not even, like, a huge seamstress. She's just, like... A pro with a hot glue gun and a vision. I'm not... I might be biased, but I feel like she would have won Sashay away. Oh, she definitely would have. If you look at her looks, she was going to win. Well, like, she just made everything, and all of it fit perfectly in the category, and it all looked good, and it's just... Ah! Yep. Ah! Uh, poor girl. Poor girl. Yeah. yeah. She's she's doing good. What's, she's hooked in black. What's one new drag skill you want to learn, Miss Avocado? Oh. I don't know. Dancing. I know how to move myself just fine to the rhythm. Yeah. Turns out I can dance better than some. But uh, yeah. But I would like to just get... Hmm. I think it's mostly coming down to practicing an eight, like an eight count or a couple eight counts mm. that work for each song. Yeah. So it's more of practice for me yeah. than it is. Because you yeah. don't get to dance very often when you're singing. I don't. Well, because, yeah. Galaxy, if I move too much... Yeah. Galaxy Nebula Universe called me a dancing diva the other a uh, few weeks ago. She's like, I didn't know you were such a dancer. And I was like, what? <laughs> me. A dancing diva. A dancing diva. Dancing diva of the Twin Cities want to gag. Yeah. Yeah. Do a split. No. Do a kick. No. Do a, do a, a figure eight. That one. A figure eight. No, I'm not that, doing that. Oh, okay, fine. Um, But I can flop my arms around to the beat. That'll do. Woo! That'll do, pig. That'll do. I think if I had to pick up a new skill, I, I've been trying to get into wigs, but god damn, they piss me off. Yeah. Oh, they're so infuriating. I just I hate them so much. You gotta, you gotta just be okay with imperfection. 
No. I remember, like, presenting to you a fully styled wig, like, a couple fully styled wigs, and you're like, there's a hole there. And I'm like, if anybody sees it, then they're close enough to be paying you. Yeah. So, and that's the tea, is that styled wigs will have holes in them. That's, oh, that part I've accepted at this point. Yes. It's just, like, molding them. They're such a different medium. They, yes. They have their own mind. They just, uh, I hate them. You know. Especially if you're making a wig that moves. Yeah. So, I think... I think my next skill, if possible, would be, I don't know if it's a skill, I want to do comedy. I keep talking about it, and I just never do it. It's a very tricky thing to do, and especially at our shows, I just don't know if there's a place for it to do oh, stand-up. There's, there's a place. I don't know, the audience You already host expecting. enough. Yeah, well, exactly. They'll be it's like, not about expecting it, it's just doing it and seeing if they like it. It's also hard to get tips if you're doing stand-up. Uh. And I need money. Maybe so. Maybe yeah. that would require an introduction and whatever. Yeah, so I... I don't know. I love sewing, and I'm just... I, I keep making shit, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's next. I'm mastering sewing. Maybe making stuff for other people. But then, of course, it is... It, you make patterns for them. That is the trickiest part, is the pattern making. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of math there. Nobody likes math. I'm okay at geometry, though. And that's geometry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's why all those early patterns worked out. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, we've learned a lot since then. We have. And I've drafted plenty of patterns lately and they've all worked out. That's good. So. Yeah. 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 Anything else on the topic of avocado? Yeah, I guess um, in terms of just making your own drag, that is what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Just you you are self-made. You are self-made. If you are relying on everybody for every last little thing, your makeup, your garments, your like your numbers, mm-hmm. your mixes, how to do your mixes, then you are a puppet. A puppet. You are just yeah. You know, it's fine to rely on a lot of people, but where's your perspective? Like Which is where the making the drag comes in. Yeah. I think I'd like to order some perspective. What? Yes, that's right. That's what I'd like. Some fresh, well-seasoned perspective. perspective. <laughs> Send me whatever your da- your chef dares serve me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so on to our name of the week, I guess. Oh, yeah. We're probably skipping looks of the week. I don't know. It's been hard lately. So this is an announcement. So we're kind of backing away from our looks of the week, and here's why. People don't post a lot. No. And when they do post, it's like... Uh, It'll be like at the club or... At the club, dark photos, not really featuring a new look or like, you know. Yeah. And so it's been kind of difficult finding looks that are topical to when we're posting this or like whatever. Or whatever. So... It just takes us like an hour and a half and I'm like, I don't even know if anyone cares. So... People definitely appreciate being featured, but also... We talk about enough people on here. Yeah, I was going to say, we name drop a lot, so... We do. We sure do. Um, so I think we'll do our name of the week still. We'll see, but... I mean, yeah, we're still doing our name we're of We're doing week. it this time, for sure. There's a lot of good names out there. Even if they don't last, they're still funny for the moment. So our name of the week is... Wait, do you have it? Um, yeah, her name is... Sarah Cream and Onion. Sarah Cream and Onion. I think that's so funny. So fucking stupid. Sarah Cream and Onion. Um, I believe she's based out of New York, and <laughs> she's newer. It's a very good name, it and is. I'm very envious of it. A lot of pun names coming out of everywhere. Everywhere. It's, yeah. At this point, most drag names are not even names anymore. They barely make sense. <laughs> um, Such as? 
Oh, gosh. Name names. Name names. I don't remember any. <laughs> oh, how about like Spank Nightly? I love that name. Oh, because you get spanked nightly. Yes, I know, but it's not like a real name. Oh, yeah, Spank. Yeah. Spank's not a name. I mean, yeah. I don't think. Just for that, I'm adopting a child. His name is Spank. You don't get a say in it. No. <laughs> Even our own daughter. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, is not a name. A-U-X is not a name. That's true. But I love her anyways, and it's true. a fun name. That's true. Oh, um, yeah, we have drag kids now. Oh, yeah. Announcement. I think everyone knows that. I don't think everybody knows that. Okay, we do have a few of them, too. Yeah. It's just been incidental. You know, the, the Mankato area has some new baby performers popping up and wanting guidance, so. Well, you know, earlier in the year, I said I wasn't sure if I wanted any drag kits, but. I do think, like, three episodes ago, you were like, absolutely never. <laughs> so. But then we make, then we meet people, we make friends with them, and then it just becomes kind of a natural sequence. I was going to say, we've got El Now, Papi Rico, uh, Quinn Von Sin, and Sriracha, who's who's not our child, but more of a fa- fun drag auntie because she became part of the family after being established. Exactly. It felt wrong to call her a child. Yeah. So we just got, we had these locals that started drag and really want help and to be a part of something. So yeah. here we are. Little Mankato drag family. Yeah. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. So, (laughs) that's us. Um, Otherwise, we've got our interview with Estee Ready coming up momentarily. But first, a word from our sponsors. If we have any. Do we have any? It's Fruity Wigs! Oh my god! I hate them. Can we drop them? No, we're legally obligated. Fine. Okay, and now a word from our sponsor. This episode of Drag Me With A Spoon podcast is brought to you by Fruity Wigs. Hi, Fruits. It's your girl, Miss Avocado and Miss Ma'am. Have you heard that I'm selling wigs now? She's taking commissions and doing auctions. You get a wig. She gets a wig. They get a wig. Everybody's getting wigs. So check us out at, at on Instagram at Fruity Wigs or check us out on our website, www.dragmewithaspoon.com forward slash Fruity Wigs. Okay, bye, Fruits. Now back to your featured content. Everybody's ladies. <laughs> Hi, Gay. Happy, Happy Pride, Pride Month. Welcome to the butter shop. Me when I open up my asshole. Welcome to the butter shop. Why is it giving us? Oh, oh. there's a fire. <laughs> in my heart. Okay. Okay, please welcome to the podcast. Um, the girl boss of the Twin Cities. The stay ready. Stay ready. Wow, I feel so loved and welcomed <laughs> and well-known. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, of course. <laughs> I was about to be like, th- I remembered this one line that somebody called you that you did not like, and I was about to say it, and then I was like, no, I'm not going to say that. What was it? Giraffe on rollerblades. And Rollerblades. <laughs> on rollerblades. I don't remember. And I was you can like, name names. It was Malibu Casey. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But I was just like, nope, I remember that is not one she likes. But I it's do. True. I did not like it. Yeah. That will I mean, be it's not in an the accurate. promo. <laughs> <laughs> so really quick for everyone listening, what are your pronouns in drag? In drag, she, her. Mm. She's a girly girl. She's a girly girl. Okay, and describe your drag for everyone. Well, as the premier girl boss of the Twin Cities. I like to have fun. I'm a little campy, pretty glamorous, you know, mm. like to dip and bob and weave all around the stage, have a good time, give the girls a little kick or two, mm. and splat on my ass, and, what you know, the kids throw, that, these throw that pussy around and let them laugh a little bit. <laughs> Dropping the pussy, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Popping the pussy like a chart. <laughs> <laughs> Splendid. And 
Let me see. Let me read. It takes me a while. You can do that. Uh, you can I learn. I thought I can. Let me sound it out. How did you get your drag name? So I had a. F I actually my drag name was kind of a process. So my first drag name was gonna just be Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the, the gag was gonna be that like. I was just never going to acknowledge that it was an ass joke. I was just be like, yeah, I like the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my first, first drag name. Um, or no, 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 no. That's a lie. That was my second drag name. Mm. My first one was going to be Manifesta. Manifesta. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't, I just didn't like it that much. No, she wasn't, she wasn't, she was not a sleigh. Was that going to be like a one word, like, or was it going to yeah, be manifesta? No, it was oh, going to, it was supposed to be like, because I'm manifesting. Oh, oh, she's manifesting. Yeah. Then I was like, you know, after, because people were like, I think Uranus is just too dirty. It's just too dirty. <laughs> too dirty. Um, I was just like, oh, okay, probably should like change it then. Um, so I was looking through like, just like, Womanly things. Womanly things. Womanly woman things. Um, um, at first, I thought I was going to do um, the, the allergy medication, Allegra. Allegra. Allegra Evergreen. Love. Yeah, because it's like, oh, because she's, she's like something that clears out the pollen, and then she's also a forest. Mm. Um, yeah. Creating her own need. There you go. Opportunity. I don't know. Capitalism breeds innovation. Oh. Capitalism breeds someone. <laughs> yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, but no, and then, so I was looking through, I think it was like a list of makeup brands, and then I saw Estee Lauder, and then I was like, Estee, 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 Estee ready, Estee ready, and then I was just like, that's it. But then I wanted to make the name like a little more Italian, like, ready, 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 Estee ready, Estee ready, yeah, and that's why I added the R-H-E-T-T-I-E, because I was just like, I felt like if I did R-E-T-T-Y, it didn't look classy enough, and I didn't want to just do like, ready, because that's a little, seemed a little gauche. Um... And yeah, the accent is in the wrong place, as you so kindly um, <laughs> pointed out. I, yes. But honestly, I kind of like it now, hey, so that's I'm a not great, changing that's it. That's a great way to make people remember it, because I remember it now because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember where the accent is, because it's obnoxious. Newsflash, no. Miss Avocado hates Estee's name. No, honestly. I don't hate your name. I'm just like, You're why is the accent? You're so valid. You're so valid. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, and that was... You know, it was obviously an ode to the late and great uh, Chi Chi Devane, rest in peace, because um, she stays ready. But yeah, and then I stay ready just kind of stuck, and I was just like, I really like that. And then I, you know, made sure to like do some digging around and make sure there was not another one because I didn't want to be like, oh, copying. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's. That's the origin of Estee. Shout and how long have you been doing drag then? I just passed my year anniversary Ooh. last month, That's May right. 13th. <laughs> um, so yeah, about a, a year and a month now. Mm. Okay, so what? describe everyone a year ago Estee, and now... What can we... Like, we know. What, but now what you the, need to let our listeners... What is the transformation? Like, tell us um, about it. Well, I would say the makeup has definitely improved mm. a yes. lot. Not that I, I will say... You looked really good for your you first did. night. We were like, first night? Really? Well, I... So I had been practicing my makeup before the debut, obviously. Obviously. that was my big thing, is I was like, I'm not going out there, and I'm not going to let anyone read me for being busted. And then one of the judges said my makeup looked too washed out, and I was like, okay. Okay. Um, but that being said, I was still like, I, I made sure 
sure that the mug was partially together mm-hmm. for when the going got going because I was not, I did not want to be ugly. Yeah. For lack of a better word. Um, I would say, I think I also, I mean, like, in general, obviously, I've very much come to terms with how important the audience is with drag, and I'm very big on my audience interaction now, mm-hmm. whereas when I first started, I would definitely, like, get lost in the song a little bit, and, you know, she'd, I'd get she'd into feel the fantasy too hard. Feel the fantasy. Uh, kick my shoe into the lighting, maybe. Um, not that that's really changed. No. Uh-huh. So there. Um... I think I also have a lot more control over my, like, body and my facial expressions. Now, I'm, I've definitely, like, my face is one of the things I would say I've definitely gotten the, the best with in to the terms of I'm very expressive when I'm on stage. <laughs> and when I'm off stage. You are one of the few people who can do, like, the slightest, like, movement of eyes or whatever during a number, and I, like, I get that, and I'm like, oh, I see how that's part of the song. Yes. It's an expectation to stare at the face. Usually you have to do, like, really large, but with you, your, your little things are still easily perceived by the audience which I think I love. it's just because my face is really flexible it makes up for everything my thighs can't do <laughs> there you go yeah so yeah I mean I just I think I have a lot more control of the stage now um, I think I'm also just a lot like more confident in mm-hmm. myself not yeah. that I was I mean I, no, actually that's a lie I was not that confident <laughs> when I first started that's not true um, like but I definitely have a lot more like, of a sense of, I know what I can do, and I know what I can deliver, and whatever it, whatever theme, whatever brunch it is, whatever mm-hmm. it is I'm doing, I'm like, let's do it. I know what I can perform, I know what I can deliver to these people, and I'm gonna let them have it. So what is your go-to? Like, what do you deliver, whenever you have to just quickly perform something, what is gonna happen? thousand miles, but... hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I mean, that's, I think that's kind of the number that people really started to, like, know me for, was thousand miles. I oh, mean, yeah. It was... I think that's also when I really started to come into the, like, know when to pop the facial expressions, know when to do the fun campy movements, know mm-hmm. when to throw in a fun little dip here and there. Yeah. Like... There's so many fun beats in that song, too. Exactly. And also, I mean, like, doing, like, basic white girl music as the girl boss of the Twin Cities, it, it kind really of goes hands in hand. It feels like, correct. It really does yes. help. I, I think it really helps the branding. Um, I think it takes a lot of skill to take a very basic white girl song and make it fun for drag because like it's hard to like choreograph that in a way that's exciting and fun, but you managed to do that. That's new. That I mean, that's a big thing though too. Is everything like every time I hit that stage, I want people to be engaged with the song, with me, with what's going on, like. That's why I'm so, like, big on my facial expressions is I want people to be looking at me. Yeah. I want them to see what I'm doing because I, like, I try to be very intentional with everything I do. And you can usually tell when I haven't practiced a number because I am not as intentional with the things I do. And it's like, she's... She's going! She's doing it! She's slaying, Diva! Happy Pride Month! Yeah. It's her third lap around this ten square foot room. She's... She's moving. (laughs) Hey, you know what? At least at okay, the Okay, Brown found dead. What? You were in your you did great though. No, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that was like yeah. that was fun, but it was like, wow, I have to just keep 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 circling. Keep circling. The vultures are vulturing, <laughs> Your Honor. Wait, looking for the next dollar. Where is Oh, there it is. Rabbit corpse located. <laughs> yeah. Call that dinner. No, those um, women were like, I'll give you a dollar for the first half of the song and then another dollar for the second half, and then the song as soon as the song's over, they had like another one ready. And I was yeah. like, Hi, oh big slide. Hello. When, when the audience members are are big hunty divas, slay. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, th- so like I said, thousand miles is definitely I think the thing that really started to 
get people to kind of recognize me because it was just like it's a it's a stupid song Mm -hmm. but it's like when you're able to make it fun and like really kind of enhance that stupidity with a little Mm. bit of grace I have to ask, what is your process for, like, kind of getting through a lip sync? Like, kind of, like, setting it up. You're like, you choose the song because it serves Hunty, God, Yes, Mama, Slay, and I'm a core. I think and... I'm a like now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyways, welcome to the podcast where we make people homophobic. <laughs> but, no, yeah, you pick a song that works, and then where do you go from there? Well... For me, it's a lot about, like, sometimes it is kind of telling the story, but I also like to kind of listen through the song a few times and, like, pick out parts that I know I can make, like, really funny or, like, really, really, like, bust bus a move down during. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to really put a lot of emphasis on those. And then for most of it, like, for me, it's thinking about what can I do to an audience member to make them lose their fucking minds? Because, <laughs> like... I will say, like, one of the things that, like, because obviously I am not, like, you know, you don't see me constantly, like, breaking it down and doing, like, whole dance breaks and stuff like that. But I, like, am constantly, if I can, like, go through a crowd and, like, if it's, like, a brunch, make each table, like, lose their mind before I go to the next table and do it. Like, that's the biggest thing I'm thinking about is what can I do or what can I look like to make these people laugh? Yeah. Because, like... Yeah, I like uh, I I don't fancy myself a dancer that much, <laughs> and I but I do like to you know try to move my body. But I would definitely say like in terms of my drag, I probably am more so of a comedy queen and a campy queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that is I feel like why people tend to like me a lot is because I do try to connect with them and like yeah. bring that camp aspect to it. Oh, yeah. So I mean the big thing like. Sometimes I will say when I'm coming up with a number, I like in my head see the outfit I want to wear with it. I see the fun moments. I see the hair I want to wear. I commission you to make the hair. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Um, like, and those numbers I will say are usually the ones that kind of turn out the best because I do have that vision for them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, though, I will say if it's a number that I like have a vision for but still am like a little nervous about, I will like literally it's it's a very sweaty process um so i'll go to my garage because it's the only place in my house that's tall enough for me (laughs) um and i will go through the song and i will every time i get to a part where i think i'm even like slightly uncomfortable or i think i might mess up i will restart the song from the very beginning and do it all again until i get to that part so i and i like i'm doing that and thinking about what i'm gonna do when i get to that part yeah And then I go through until I can do it, like, perfectly. Exposure therapy style practicing. Yes. I like it. Like, fully. Um, and that's, I think, I, I mean, like, obviously, like, I do think not all drag needs to be, like, super duper rehearsed, because there's a lot of fun things that happen in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, your shit like, flying off and the audience catching it. Consistently. Yeah. <laughs> and handing it back to you. And then doing the funky chicken to put it back on. Pretty iconic. Like, um, but yeah, no, that's, like, I would say my biggest, oh, my voice, has my voice been really deep? Am I really mask? No. Or oh my god. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think that's probably my biggest like process for like just getting ready to do a number and just the actual preparation is I mean the biggest part of the preparation is like, do I like the song? Yeah. Do I feel because like as stupid as a thousand miles is, you know I'll still blast that shit on the car ride home. Maybe not after the gig because I'm thinking about it and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> air playing the piano on the entire drive back. But yeah, no, I mean We love an airplay. Yes. We love Apple Airplay. No, I don't Airdrop? Know. Airdrop. Airdrop this pussy. Air this pussy out. <laughs> there needs to be an app for that Apple. 
Anyways. <laughs> so you also make a lot of your own outfits usually, like, because yes. you're a bit of a, a thrifty queen, I a crafty like to, queen. I like to make things happen in the sewing machine and on the thrifting. Did you, did anyone teach you before or have you just been learning as you go? I've just been learning as I've gone. Um, yeah, I mean, when I first started, my big thing, I wanted to be like thrift flips because I really wanted to like try to put some kind of focus on sustainability. Not mm. that I'm like, well, obviously I very much care about like the environment and the planet. And, like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Would love to see it not fucking disintegrate. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like, that was like a big thing that I wanted to do when I started was like focus on like sustainability and like making sure like my costumes are coming from a place that's like somewhat sustainably sourced and like, obviously I... I go fabric shopping for some of my costumes oh, yeah. to do all of that fun stuff. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I still, that being said, though, I still thrift. I mean, I'm fortunate enough that, like, even though I am very tall and I still have decently broad shoulders, I am, I'm pretty skinny, so I can fit into a lot of things. But, no, like, I mean, honestly, though, but, yeah. it, is, it is nice to be able to fit into, like, dresses that I can find. Like, there's some dresses that I've found that I'm like, oh, wow, I can just fit into this and wear it. And, I mean, given that's not often with many thrift store things. No. Yeah. But um, that's, like, always been a very big part of my drag is, like, wanting to take things that I find and, like, make them into something new and, like, zhuzh them up. One thing I've been into a lot recently is uh, gluing broken jewelry onto shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Really elevates it. It does. It does look really good. I've seen yeah. some of your items where you've put just jewelry on there. I was like, that's hot. I'm wearing one tonight. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, I also just like making my own things. I mean, before, so before I got into drag and like one around the time I was graduating college because it was 2020 right in the middle of the pandemic, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking I was going to go, I wanted to go back and go to fashion school. Ooh. Um, but then I kind of learned more about the fashion industry, and I was just like, mm, mm -mm. I don't think I want to go to fashion school. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, given fashion is still something that I love to look at, I can't really say that it necessarily holds my hand. Like, I'm not one of those people that can be like, oh, Gautier, spring 2020. Versace like, boots, know. mama, yeah. <laughs> I found a literal Versace dress and wore it in RuPaul's Drag Race, anyways. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no comment. Anyway. <laughs> As I was saying. <laughs> she was saying. My bad. No. But um, it, it just, like, because fashion is something that definitely interests me, but it's not really something that I could, like, hold my interest with. Mm. And I more so just like making things that make me happy and make me want to, like, push myself creatively, I guess. Because, like, for me, a big part of my drag is, like, having a vision in my head and then making it come to life. Absolutely. And, like... For like sewing is a big part of like how I make that happen, and I mean I needed to teach myself to sew. Obviously, I still need to teach myself to sew some things. Um, but like I've definitely like that's I've definitely come a long way with what I've been able to make. Considering I mean, you saw what I made the my when I first sew. saw Estee sew, she didn't backstitch anything, and so she just starts sewing. And there I'm were like, some loose stripes. I was like, you have to backstitch, or or your your stitching's gonna come, come undone. Come, uh, come undone. In my defense, I usually did backstitch. Oh, okay, good. I just caught you the one time you didn't. Oh. Listen, I was just making a turtleneck. <laughs> Wait, what was? Yeah, no, I was literally. I just, think you were making your little like I pink think turtleneck. Two top. Yeah, two this. Top I think this was what I used as a pattern, actually. I think so. Maybe. Wow, full circle moment. Oh my god. No, that's just another instance of Wanda being uh, shady when she didn't mean to be. <laughs> I, I don't think that was shady. I think I you were just. Oh, that's to a really nice helpful. week. Are you gonna glue, glue are you gonna, your edges down? Are you gonna glue your legs down <laughs> before you go out there tonight? 
I don't do it shady. I just like <laughs> your... she just asks people very pointed questions that can be perceived as shady. Sometimes. I just have your best interest. You have a minute till you're going on, and you forgot to glue your lace down. Are and you to gonna fair, do it? I don't know. And to be fair, you're married to me, and I forget to do shit constantly, obvious constantly. shit that I really should have done. I know. And yeah. I'm also here. And, and I'm on the podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> and this is about me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's... That was a, that was kind of what happened during the pandemic. I mean, well, yeah, so fashion school was like, uh, never mind. Nah. Um, just like job hunted for a bit. That's when I got into like drag and stuff like that too. I mean, the thing that originally had gotten me into drag was Trixie and Katya's YouTube oh, show. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. So I wasn't like, I wasn't even really a big drag race girl before then, but then I was like, you know, I think I would really like this. Cause around the time that I started getting into it was Canada's drag race season one. Oh, Miss Lemon influencing the dolls. So you gotta ask for it, for you to get it. When you see my ass, I fucking love Lemon. She's so good. So much. She is like... And she's grown so much since her season. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. It was a crime. It was a... It was a true crime that she went home first in her, uh, what was it? Yeah, UK, UK versus, versus the, the world. world. Yeah. That show, that the forbidden, bad. the forbidden fruit. Yeah. Um, the most cutthroat season. Honestly though, damn, they really just knocked them bitches out. I already mm. forgot who won. Blue Hydrangea. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I genuinely don't remember that. You have to know the lore. <laughs> <laughs> when one season starts, another one begins. Hey, do it's you called want... binge watching. <laughs> hey, do you want gay shit? <laughs> Subscribe to the Drag Me with a Spoon <laughs> hey, it's Michelle. <laughs> hey, it's Michelle Visage. Do you want gay shit? Yeah, I, she, that's my you know favorite. She was filming that like it was probably the thirtieth take they've done, and she was just like, "You want some shit, faggots? Yeah. <laughs> you want it, you little pig <laughs> bastards?" <laughs> oh my god. Um. But yeah, then so got into drag from there, and then I was kind of just like, I think I'd be good at this, because like, I like to perform, I like to have fun. She's a fun girl. She's a fun girl. I'm just a fun girl boss. Everyone thinks she's fun, right? She's fun, right? She's really fun. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, and then, I mean, I, the big thing is about like, I, I really wanted to like, get started with drag, but I was also very like, insecure. I mean... Shocker, I still am. It's hard um, not to be insecure about your drag. Especially when you're yeah. getting into it from Drag Race, and mm-hmm. you're seeing, like, top-tier drag, mm-hmm. and then you're like, wow, I got this lace front from the wig store in Ooh. Burnsville, and it's <laughs> curly. <laughs> oh, fucking, no. Like, <laughs> fucking, uh, it's a constant, drag is a constant uh, battle. Oh, excuse me. Are oh, we touched? For everyone who couldn't see that, our toes just... Yeah, but like, uh, shit, what was I going to say? I was going to say, okay, drag is a constant battle with yourself. It's constant, like, I am the best person in the world. And then suddenly, two seconds later, I'm having an identity crisis. I don't deserve this. Like, And in such a competitive drag scene like the Twin Cities area, it's like, unless you you feel like unless you're getting all these bookings, like, no one validates your drag or anything. And that's not the case. You're just new. There's just three show producers. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, now there's like six, so. True. No, it's like, getting a lot better. celebrate that. But yeah. And I will say, like, obviously it is like a very competitive scene. I feel like it's just making sure the right people see you when you're really shining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna really start throwing. Because like, I mean, honestly, I feel like I didn't really start, like, my first few months were not that, like, you know, they weren't huge. They weren't, like, anything that was super life-changing. Yeah. But then, like, after I kind of hit that, I feel like, four or five-month mark, that was when I started to more so come into myself and, like, mm-hmm. kind of figure out what I 
wanted from drag and like what I like doing the kind of drag that I really wanted to do. Yeah. And that's when you guys started to kind of see me and be like, hey, hey you know, want to come to Kato and do a show? Which obviously very grateful. I was like, I think we booked you in like me. three months into your drag. Like, I think Nolabelle was in September. You started in May. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, around months, that so area. Yeah. I was like, we were starting to see you figure it out. And yeah. ever since then, the owner has still been obsessed with you. So... It because was, I just leave really good impressions. Yeah. And also, impressions I, in her concrete floor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and do I sometimes poke holes in the chairs that I stand on with my heels? Absolutely. Maybe. 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 It was there before. I just, yeah, I just made it a little bigger. <laughs> um, a stay ready hole maker. The maker Don't of ever. <laughs> Don't ever make me out to be a top. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, so that's kind of just like where, where I've been, where I'm going, oh, vibing. What's in the future for Miss Estee Ready? What do you think, what do you see on the horizon? Um, I want to do a lot more traveling, honestly. I want to do a lot of like, we should go on tour together. Oh my god. Oh my god, tour. Oh my god, boss events? Hire me. No, <laughs> no um, I, I really want to get around the Midwest more. I mean, a big thing. I want to, like, I just want to continue elevating. I don't ever want to get complacent no. with where I'm at. No. Or, like, I'm, I'm very blessed to have had the opportunities that I've had presented to me so far. And I feel very grateful for all of the amazing, you know, drag people that I have in my life. I would not be where I am today without, like, any of them. Mm -hmm. But I just want to continue showing people, like, that I am growing, that I am elevating, um, and that, like, you know, I don't want people to think I'm getting too comfy or anything, just mm -hmm. because I've been doing it for a year now, like, and I've had some really cool, really, really cool opportunities that Ooh. I'm very proud of, um, but I just, you know, I want to do a lot more traveling, I want to continue growing, I want to show people that, you know, the girl boss can go outside the Twin Cities, too. Absolutely. Um... I, this summer, I really want to do, like, a Midwest tour. I'd really like to hit up Iowa, go to Chicago. Galaxy mm -hmm. really wants to go to Chicago, too. So yeah. Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee. Madison. Yeah, Madison. Hit up say, you can just do, like, a little... A little... Yeah. Hit them with a U-turn. Um... <laughs> So yeah, I really want to travel a lot. I want to make, I want my costumes to continue getting more dramatic. I want to make most, if not all, of my stuff. Um, besides hair, you guys can do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> you and Kat, no, no. Yeah. Always know your limits. Yes, no. indeed. Well, and even like um, that, the most recent costume that you've been wearing a lot that I love, the one... Oh, that, that blue that velvety blue... thing. Yes. A lot, like twice. I'm yeah, sorry. I was, I was say, like, I wore it twice. Okay, I wore it rude. But I love that. Yes, so, like, too. more of that. I definitely want to keep getting more dramatic and more, like... Like, it's fun to thrift things and modify them, but I feel like you can only do so much yeah, in, like, a grand like, scale. And, like, the thing that I really want to, like, uh, with thrift flipping specifically, because I still want thrift flipping to be part of the Estee oh, experience, mm -hmm. I want to start, like, turning pieces into something completely, like, different from what they were Ooh. originally, and, like, mm -hmm. using the materials on them to, like, make something new, rather than just, like, elevating the things that I have. Like, mm -hmm. as anyone can attest, I love a good blazer. Uh, she's a girl boss. I boss. love mm -hmm. a good blazer. A good blazer. But I also want to, like, continue making them into other things. Like, yeah. you know, or just, like, I just I just really want to continue growing. I really want to look back at, like, you know, I, I'm very happy with the progress I have made in the year. That's a lot like, for one year. I yeah. have been really pounding my pussy into the pavement, trying mm -hmm. to, like, 
just improve and like get my name out there and show that like I'm an entertaining drag queen. Oh. I like to do this a lot. Mm. Please book me. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I just like I really want to continue growing. I want to travel a lot more, get my name out there, I want people to, you know, know the know the Estee experience. Um and I want to get more human hair. <laughs> okay, I have decided I want a human unit. Just one. Just one. I was gonna say, just one. I just want to, like, nice. whip my hair around. I want to be sexy just a little bit. That is what Every I will be doing tonight for criminal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really, I mean, I got, she's an LLC owner. Ooh! Oh, she's an LLC Welcome to the club. Because um, I wanted to make my fabric purchases and the sewing machine I had to buy because my old one was. Oh, I, oh, I bought a new sewing machine. Oh, they're tax write-offs now. And, okay. Indeed. Okay. Um, I am very excited to order some wholesale human wigs. Oh. I mean, I don't think you have to be an LLC to order them. But it's you because don't. you need an employer identification number. To order them? I think so, don't Not you? always. Uh, we oh, got well, wholesale um, wigs. This just in, I'm a fucking moron. Hey, no, but there's still LLC. a tax write-off. Yeah, indeed. So, excited yeah. for the tax write-off. I mean, I... Obviously, this is a lofty goal. I would really, really like to be able to do drag full-time. Like, yeah. Uh, and I do not, I mean, obviously I know how difficult, after doing this for a year, I am very well aware of how difficult that that would be to get to this point, uh, or to get to that point, but, like, I would very much enjoy, like, if within the next year, if I could say, like, oh, yeah, I'm just, like, I have, like, a side job, you know, Sally Beauty Supply, hi, Sally. Hi. Um, but I'm mostly, like, doing drag, that would be... Like chef's guess. I'm kind of realizing like the full time drag. If you want to do it well, you have to do like the influencer lifestyle too of being like on every platform constantly and, like, constantly and posting making content, posting three to four or five times a week. Well, I feel like a big part of it too would be like you have to be able to like make things for people, like hair. You have yeah. to, be able to do costumes. You have to have, you have a trade to market that too, and like you have mm -hmm. to like you know be good enough at it that people want to buy things from you. So like that's a big reason of why I want to continue improving my sewing and continue improving my costuming because like. I would, I really like, I'm, I love making things and mm -hmm. I love making things for people. I love making things for myself. Mm -hmm. I love to make. I'm just, I think you need to go just... to like all the gay bars and be like, your website's garbage. I, like, I know that's not really draggy, yeah, but I know no, that's something you know right, about. Though. I feel like you can make a lot of money. I, I mean, that. but there are, there are entertainment companies that don't know shit about making shit yeah. for their websites, especially making them intuitive. As for is... reference, why they keep bringing up websites is because I did get my degree in user experience design, which for those of you who do not know, it's kind of like a mix of web design, psychology, and graphic design. Making websites fun and easy to use. Yeah. And yeah. And she will be making the Fruity Wig website soon. Period.com. Period.com. Um, me when I'm menstruating and I'm also owning a website. <laughs> wow. Okay, so it's my favorite portion of the show. It's the quick drag tips. Uh, so what are three tips you'd give to anyone, whether they're new to drag, they are very experienced, whatever, something quip. you've learned. Quip now. Quip. You've had a great quip. Now. You've had a great journey. Stop um, now. I would say, well, big thing for makeup, always be trying to improve your makeup. Uh, yeah. And like, try to be realistic about your makeup too. Like, always, always, always try to take inspiration from the people who you see that are doing stuff that you want to do and look at how well they're doing it and don't necessarily copy it, but see how you can translate it to something similar on your face. Yeah. Like, I, like obviously, like I was very like happy with my makeup starting out. It was. It was fine. It did the job. It did the job. She got the job done. Um, and I'm, I still have a lot of, like, work that I want to do on my makeup and still really, really improve my mug. But, like, 
just like constantly be on the lookout and also like make sure you're trying new things with your makeup too. Oh yeah. Because like I literally like I did a new lip shape yesterday and I was like pussy. I think this might be my new lip shape now. Mm. Like I think I did that. Mm. Um so always be trying to grow and improve it. St steal, steal from the people that steal you Steal from everyone. No. Pop it. It's drag. Yeah, yeah, honestly, though. No one's original. Just do what you want. Truly. You want to reinvent the You see an outfit you like, just copy it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Well, I mean, I at least try to give people credit. Oh, of course. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Give the girls credit where credit yeah. is due. But, like, yeah. No. Unless they're, like, in your local scene. Maybe don't do that. Yeah, don't. don't yeah. Maybe don't do that because that's a little too close to home. But, like... Or wait Otherwise. a respectable <laughs> amount of time for people to forget about it. That's and it. then do... No, I'm kidding. But, um, so yeah, I mean, always just like try to be like getting better and like showing people you're improving with your makeup. Um, another quick uh, Oh, this is back to the uh, makeup, but a glitter cut crease is an easy save. Oh, easily. Easy save. If you're ever in a pinch, just throw some glitter on that hoe and call it a night. Don't set it with nothing else, just put glitter there. Put glitter on uh -huh. it, literally. Glitter is so, I'm in my glitter era right now. Yeah. And I'm loving every second of it. I love that for you. It's very fun. Yeah. I love glitter. I was gonna say, like, when Melancholy messes up her makeup, she's just like, and glitter. <laughs> I glitter tear. I love your glitter. I love your glitter. Oh my god, I love your glitter. Um, your sparkles, a plenty. Your boots, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> So this has been the Drag Me With A Spoon podcast. <laughs> um, What's your third tip? I'm on my second. Oh, okay. I'm on my second. I thought the glitter was your second one. Is it over? Second, I would say, like, social media does not reflect real life. Oh, God, no. That is a big... Like, I am, as as aforementioned, I am an insecure person. <laughs> and I am... I can very easily, like, get in my head about social media stuff and, like... It's not as deep as you think it is. Like, no. most of the time, like, yeah, it can be annoying when you're like, I see these people liking stuff, but they're not liking my stuff. Mm. But it's also like, then you talk to this person in real life, and it's like, oh, I just there's not animosity here. Like, and, like, for me at least, I'm just, like, an, a chronic overanalyzer. <laughs> so I am very, like, quick to be like, oh my god, <gasps> does she hate me? Does she hate everything about me? Does she think I'm an ugly fucking slut with no talent? And it's like, no. I was gonna say, like, most of our posts don't even get 100 likes anymore. We have almost 1,000 followers. I was gonna say. Like, and then, like, but I know yeah. that people like us, and then I know, especially when we have our shows, that, you know, all these people come to our shows because they like us. So Well, yeah. and Instagram changes the algorithm every fucking month. True. And the then everything changes. Wild. They're like, okay, yeah, we just took you off of all of your followers' uh, feeds for no reason. Just fuck I you. I was gonna say, I think 100... Blame it on the a a a a algorithm. I look at the I think... <laughs> You're welcome. I look at the stats. I think like a hundred of my followers get to see my posts out of 880. Yeah. I'm like, are you shitting me? And then a hundred are from the tags. And so it's like, what, why aren't you showing my posts to everyone else? What's yeah. going on there? So social media does not reflect real life. Exactly. Um, Truly. And my third tip, do what makes you happy. Ooh. Just like have fun with it. I mean, honestly, like. For me, I feel like when I really started having fun was when things really started to go my way and people really started to notice, like, that I was improving and that I was, like, you know, a, a good drag queen who can entertain an audience. <laughs> well, especially when you choose, like, songs that you want to do, not like, oh, I'm in a gay bar, these gay people need to hear this pretty like, song. Rain yeah. on me. Rain Actually, on okay, me. I will say, I do love Rain on me. Rain yeah, on me is a good I, one. I, throwback. Throwback or Thursday. 
Or toxic, for the love of God. You better work, bitch. Or circus. Can we just... Oh my God, I have an original idea. Yeah. What if I do the song Circus by Britney Spears? Oh my God, and what? What are you wearing? I, I Guess what? I'm dressed up as a ringmaster. Oh my God. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, I have a whip. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't believe people keep doing it. Five. Five different bitches in the span of a month did the same lip sync, same costume, same gags. I don't know. Uh, I'm... I'm I don't want to. I don't want to be shady. I'm just like that's a fact. I keep seeing it. Yeah, I mean, but like, do things that make you happy, but also do things that like push you to like try new things, be better at yeah. drag. Yeah, like. Also, I will say, I know not everybody needs to be a soap, but try to make some of your own stuff. Try it. Oh like, my god. Please craft a it's, little. There is literally craft. Pistachio, melancholy, people who don't necessarily sew but still make their own looks and make really really cool looks. Yeah, yeah. Like. There is so much, and not to mention, there is so much pride. Happy Pride Month. Happy that pride. comes with um, making your own stuff and like presenting that to an audience of people and like having some. Like yesterday when I was at the club wearing yeah. the new blue look I was talking about, this one lady goes, I love your dress. <laughs> she, was, she was very intoxicated. Oh, I love that. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. I made it. And then she was just like, where did you get it? And I was like, I made it myself. And she's like, oh, you have a talent. And I was just like, just one? <laughs> but no, um, I mean, no, it, it feels really good. Like, mm-hmm. it genuinely feels so good to be able to make your own stuff and, like, show it to people. Like, my candy wife dress for oh, yeah. John, like, I still wear that dress. Um, the headpiece is, well, let's just say the licorice is a little hard. <laughs> oh, but, how like, hard is it? The licorice is hard. Okay. <laughs> Slut. No Sorry. Joke. I have that effect um, on people. Anyways. Um, but like, yeah, I guess that's just like my girly girl tips for like girly girl, girl drag. For girly doing, girl. Doing girly girl things. Thank you. So where can people find you? Um, well, you can find me on all my social medias, um, namely Instagram and TikTok at Estee, that's E-S-T-E-E dot ready. R-H-E-T-T-I-E. I also will say it is nice having a name that starts and ends with E. Mm. There's nothing, like, clever about that, but it's there. It's nice to have. Extra E for extra S. It's like a palindrome, but not. Um, yeah. But then you can also find me um, occasionally at Yield Crave or Union Rooftop, Ooh. which gets to go with the flip phone girls. Um... I try to do saloon in the 90s. I'm trying to get back more and doing more open stage nights, but I've also been, like, fo- obviously you can find me here in Mankato. With oh, yeah. With the spoo. I was going to say, there's very few shows you're not a part of um, at this point. But that's why we love to be here. We love to see. I also really do, like, I will say, like, you guys have done so much good work with, like, mm. just starting shows in the area and, like, bringing, like, queer culture here to Mankato, like... Very few people are doing what you guys are doing in their own smaller, like, metropolitan areas, so you should be very proud of yourselves. I'm, like, mildly proud, but you can't tell me what to do. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, that's spoken like a true girl boss. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I will say I kind of took a break from open stages because I was kind of just like, mm, I don't know if I want my self-worth to be uh, dictated by losing every open stage I ever do. It's and booking blessed enough. It's very taxing. Know? Yes, and like, exactly. And when bookings and stuff like that kind of started to come in, I was like, you know what? Now I have places that I can focus my energy somewhere else, and it's still letting me do drag. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know, saloon, gay 90s. 
flip on a Union rooftop and crave occasionally. Yeah. Um, and here in good old Cato. What? Well, that's it for our episode with Estee Ready. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, Don't whatever. be a slut. <laughs>